this week on the Roommates Podcast. You can say how much you like me all you want. You can say it. You know, I can hear it. I can internalize it. You know, I can believe it. But if you don't touch me <laughs> at all, and I'm not talking about a little shoulder pat. Duh. You know what I mean? I'm not talking about no little, you know. Side hug. Like, I'm like, I ain't talking about no, a side hug is disrespectful. <laughs> if you dating me and you giving me side hugs, that's disrespectful. You know, I'm not your, I'm not your friend. You know what I mean? I'm not like I'm not little head ass from down the street that you just have to be cool with because yeah. you know him your whole life. Nah. So yeah, it's 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 something where, yeah, you don't want me. I feel like that person definitely doesn't find you attractive enough to and I I'm sorry, ladies. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be mostly ladies. Maybe me, me one out of ten thousand fellas. But your, you know, connection with God, I, I love it. That's good. But you should not be that connected if you have no desire towards me. <laughs> <laughs> Good everybody, it's Hafiz. Chris is starting the show, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to the roommates. Appreciate all you guys for rocking with us another week. I am here. Chris is here. Um, some special guests may or may not be here, but I can't say anything because who am I but just a man talking to a camera in Atlanta, Georgia. Fees, don't act like you ain't got nothing going on over there. I listen, know you're enjoying listen. the finer things and like I've always stop lying to the enjoying people. The, you see, I'm not lying to you, Chris. I'm not like these women <laughs> out here. I don't lie to you. I'm enjoying the finer things. I have no shame in enjoying the finer things. Francis said I mean, over. Francis said he got mad because we're always talking about the finer things. <laughs> and like talking Why? in code. <laughs> he said, Why? all right, it gets old. <laughs> Come on, Francis. You gotta just, you gotta. He be like, once he find one, he then he'll understand. Mm. Yeah, you know I mean, but I heard he had some stuff going on though. I, I heard, heard about I it. heard, I heard. Francis got. Some, I heard through some, the grapevine some moves making. Hopefully, twenty twenty has wins for the whole team. I mean, shoot, the whole country need one. God dang it, the way we going about everything. We, amen. We got to figure something out. We do got to figure small something victories. out. Small victories. Small victories. Speaking of small victories, I have to give a very special shout out today. And if I don't give this shout out today, he will never forgive me. On July 2nd, 2020, John Mark, the one and only, you know, the international man of mystery, turns 30 years old. His birthday is this week, Thursday, guys. Please, please, please head over to John Mark's page. Show him some love. John Mark is one of my best friends. We've been best friends since high school. We have grown together. We have cried together. We have learned together. We have made mistakes together. Like, John Mark literally is like my brother. Um, John Mark is someone who's just near and dear to my heart. He's always rocking with the podcast, supporting, helping out. He's actually in charge of the Clips channel, so he's doing creating clips on the Clips channel. John Mark is always trying to provide insight. He was one of the first people to tell me to go to YouTube. So, John Mark, happy birthday. I love you, man. Thanks so much for being an amazing person. I hope that this year brings you many of the fine things in life. <laughs> and I really appreciate you, John. One love and happy birthday, bud. God damn, just take that boy out on a date. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting ridiculous. Now, shout out to John Mark. 
brother has been helping us from the very beginning. Yeah. Um, you know, still growing to know him, but he is a very, very special character. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, he's that friend that always, you know, you be like, oh my God, but he makes you laugh because he's so genuine. <laughs> Um, and he's a real, real good guy. So happy birthday, John Mark. Make sure you turn up for your 30th. Have yes. a good time, brother. Yes, indeed. So shout out to Johnny, my boy. But Chris, anything going on? How you feeling? What's 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 crackalacking? Man, you know how it is, man. Taking one day at a time, yep. you know, trying to adjust to the good news, trying to adjust the bad news, you know, overall just continue to grow. Not only as a person, you know, but as a brother, as a friend, as a business partner, as a human being, all these things just continue to get better and better. So you got to take some of the good with the bad and adjust and keep on pushing. Yes, indeed. Yes. What about you? Man, similar, man. I got some, I got got a lot of ideas. We'll talk, we'll talk more about it later uh, to help you. Um, some good news that I feel like you'll like a lot. Um, just some things that I feel like is really going to help the show, um, just help us in life. Really excited about a lot of things moving forward. Um, yeah, man, I just feel like we've just been grinding. We've been growing. We've been putting out content. Guys, thank you so much for everybody who's watching me and Chris's videos. Thank you guys so much for sharing the content out there. Appreciate every last one of you guys. Like I said, Chris's videos drop on the YouTube page on Wednesdays. My videos drop on the YouTube page on Thursdays. Guys, thank you so much. Continue to share those clips out there. Help get the word out. So, yeah, man, we're just growing the channel. Um, I, I appreciate everybody for rocking with us. And I'm excited, man. I'm just excited. I'm motivated. I'm encouraged. You know, we're we out here working. And, and yeah, man, it's just, I know it ain't easy, but we, we in that thing, boy. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the things, like, realizing we are resilient. We're going to keep going. We're going to figure some things out. We're going to try new ideas. You know, we're going to piss some people off. Yep. And we're going to make some people happy. But we always know that we bring our best foot forward for the people, yep. for ourselves, and for the world. Yes, 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 yes. But let's go ahead and get right to it. Real quick, guys, if you are interested in sharing topics for the roommates, guys, make sure you are rocking with us on Patreon. Um, we're definitely looking for more people who want to provide us different topics to talk about not only on the Patreon-exclusive episodes, but on the weekly episodes. So link in the description below. Sign up for Patreon if you would like to give us topics so that we can talk about on the podcast. I know one thing that I really like that Albert and Preach have cultivated is they have an audience who's always sending them stuff. I think that's super dope. So we'll definitely love for the roommate family, roommate community to send us content and topics they will want us to discuss on the show. We'd really, really appreciate that. Yes, Lord. All right. So um, let's go ahead and get to the spice first. I feel like last time we danced around the spice. And for that reason, I feel as though people may have not watched as much as I wanted them to watch. So let's get to the spicy topic first. Um, The one and only the living legend herself, you know, icon living Rebecca Lynn Pope dropped a video this week that really, really resonated with me. And her video was about sexual compatibility. And she was just giving generally general advice based upon her experiences, based on what's going on in her life. And she said a point that really stood out to me. And I'm probably going to butcher Rebecca's point, so I don't want to butcher it. So I'm going to try to paraphrase it the way I interpreted it. But Rebecca made a point about if there... This is how I interpreted it. But 
she was saying that if there was a woman who was a virgin, you know, never did anything sexual her whole life, including kissing and all that stuff, and that woman did not plan on doing anything with her partner until they were married, she personally would not want to be with that person if she was a guy. And so basically the idea was somebody who's virgin, never did anything, um, never was interested in doing anything, and for the whole relationship, they don't want to do anything until marriage, um, she said she wouldn't be with that person. And it was a very, very interesting conversation because one of Rebecca's points was that, in her opinion, there's something off with this person's sexuality if nothing happened. So she's not, she, so for the people who are going to confuse her point, Rebecca didn't say anything about the virginity thing being the issue. She was just like, why is it so? Because mainly she's talking about older women, so it's not like a girl who's 17 or 16 years old, but maybe a girl in her late 20s, early 30s. You know, why is a woman in her late 20s, early 30s have never, has never kissed somebody? You know, why, why has this person, you know, never struggled with anything sexually, whether, you know, whether it was pornography or, or watched pornography or, you know, was even Rebecca's point where she was pro-masturbation, or like even a person never masturbated, like this person has never like, you know, made out. Like, why has a person ever done this? And her feeling was like maybe something turned off with this woman's sexuality because a lot of people who are religious, a lot of times they shut their sexuality off. And Rebecca Lynn was talking about it. And uh, it was like a really interesting conversation. Like I said, check out the full video if you guys haven't done so already. And I literally had two really good conversations with my friends about the subject matter. Uh, one friend was actually dating a girl. And... Um, and she was also in that situation. Like, she was a virgin, never, she said she never watched porn, she never masturbated, she never did anything, just nothing sexual with a guy ever. And um, he found out the reasoning behind it was because her mom, when she was a kid, caught her brother watching porn and beat him severely, and it scared her into, like, okay, I'm not going to do any of that stuff ever. And And so it was really interesting point that, like, her desire or lack of desire for things sexual has been turned off, as Rebecca was saying, because Rebecca's thing was like, it's not, it's not easy to go from it turned off to then all of a sudden you guys are married and all of a sudden turn that switch on. And then another friend told me he had a conversation with his girlfriend, and she told him that she knew a woman who was married, newlywed, who hated having sex with her husband because of what happened of like being single. And hurt, she shut it off. Like she said, like she hates having sex with her husband because she still feels shame doing it. She said they have sex maybe twice a month because he, <laughs> he I know, because he's like Hell begging. Hell no. Hell no. Because like he's basically begging. And so I was just like, man, it's interesting because like Rebecca was saying, the, 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 the why behind of her not having sex was because, you know, the unhealthy teaching. So... I was very curious to how the audience is going to respond to that. I'm also curious to you, Chris, like how do you feel about a woman who has never had sex, never did anything sexual, and was interested in being in a relationship with you? <laughs> I, feel like I, need, I feel like I need to open up the Bible somewhere. <laughs> All right, so... 
she wants to be with me. Yes. But she hasn't done anything sexually. Yeah. So to the point of no like, making out, and then also, also while you're dating, she doesn't want to do anything as well until marriage. No making out. No making out. No exotic cuddling. No petting. You, no oral. You, no intercourse. Okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait. Let's say everybody relax. Everybody relax. You said no exotic cuddling. No exotic cuddling. No kissing. No kissing. And I'm attracted to this woman, I'm yeah. assuming. Yes. She's everything that you wanted in a woman. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it. You know, as a listen, listen, listen. As a growing brother, as a growing man, I understand, you know, some of those things are um probably most of those things are very, you know, personal. You do it for your religion. You know, you do it for what God has wanted you to do. But to say, I you can't, I can't do nothing until marriage? Nah, that's the issue there. You know, like, I, I'm not, this sounds bad, all right? But I do want to be, I want to be that tempter. <laughs> I, wanna, <laughs> I, I, want, I want us to, you know what I mean? Like, like obviously, as the man, you got to lead in it. But if it's easy for you not to kiss me, not to hug me, like not to cuddle, like it's easy for you, and you have no desire doing it, then there's no way you want me. There's mm. no way you're into me. Mm. Like I, there's just no way. I like I couldn't do it. First of all, if we're all being honest, we should all. If you don't know yourself, you should do the five love languages. Fees, guess what's my number two love language? Physical touch. Physical touch. You mm-hmm. goddamn right. Yep. <laughs> you can say how much you like me all you want. You can say it. You know, I can hear it. I can internalize it. You know, I can believe it. But if you don't touch me <laughs> at all, and I'm not talking about a little shoulder pat. Duh. You know what I mean? I'm not talking about no little, you know. Side hug. Like, I'm like, I ain't talking about no, a side hug is disrespectful. <laughs> if you dated me and you giving me side hugs, that's disrespectful. You know, I'm not your, I'm not your friend. You know what I mean? I'm not like I'm not little head ass from down the street that you just have to be cool with because yeah. you know him your whole life. Nah. So yeah, it's 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 something where, yeah, you don't want me. I feel like that person definitely doesn't find you attractive enough to and I I'm sorry, ladies. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be mostly ladies. Maybe me, me one out of ten thousand fellas. But your, you know, connection with God, I, I love it. That's good. But you should not be that connected if you have no desire towards me. <laughs> I'm sorry, please. I am. If we're being honest, are we being honest? You're being please, honest. I, if we're being honest, no, I, I, nah, it's not happening. It's, it's, it's. Is you be tempted or you go with God? <laughs> <laughs> go with God is wild. Bro, there's there's no way the relationship is going to last. There's mm-hmm. just no way. There's no way you have no desires of you know any kind of physical touch with me. And then you, I have to hope and assume that the marriage will work out. That you would just flip a switch all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Now you just you know exotic porn star all of a because you know we got married. There's yeah. no way. Yeah. There's no way that's happening. You know, like I have to see something. If we're dating, if this is a trial run, if this is a test drive, I'm not saying we have to have sex, but I'm saying if this is a test drive of what I will be getting myself into for the rest of my life, 
Yeah, you yeah, you don't have to be tempted, god dang it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you like I I need I need something, a kiss. I need a, a man at the least exotic hug cuddling. At the least. The least. That's that's me being nice. <laughs> that's me be that's me being understanding. That's me growing in my faith, brother. That's me praying every day. <laughs> you know, that's me. That is me like giving it my all. And that's I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, I just think that I will literally, just for myself, I'm not speaking for all men, but I will literally question if that girl or that woman actually is into me, if it's just easy for her. If we go away for a week on vacation and, you know, we sleep in the same bed and she's like, okay, good night, turn over, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. that's it. You know, no, nothing. There's no way, brother. Couldn't do it. Can't yeah. do it. Can't do can't it. Do it. Yeah, man. Um, similar to you, I can't do it. There's this book that my friend recommended me to read. Excuse me. It's called His and Her Needs. So it's a fantastic book um, to help, you know, married couples understand the differences between, you know, each gender because men have specific needs and women have specific needs. And it's really fascinating because um, the book is really exceptional. It talks about the five needs of a man in marriage. And literally, I, I kid you not, bro, it's like, it's exactly what you would think it is. And then it talks about the five needs of a woman in marriage. So my question to you, I want to see if you can guess these things. I don't have all of them off the top of my head, but I think I, I think I know some of them. But what would you say is the number one need for a man in marriage? Jeez Louise. Um, I would say support. Mm-hmm. Um, just, no, just, just number one, just number one. Just, if you can say the number one thing a man needs in a marriage or relationship, what is the number one thing he needs? Oh, yeah, probably sexual in- intimacy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> number one was sexual fulfillment. Number one. Yeah, lovely. Please, please. Yeah, I'll, take that over. I'll take that over you supporting me anyway. <laughs> I'm not and, laughing, Fees. What's funny? <laughs> I agree with you, 110%. And then the second thing, I mean, sorry, number one for women and from my understanding, was affection. Affection? Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So, and this affection, obviously, the non-sexual affection, the holding hands, the cuddling, yeah, yeah, the yeah. kissing, yeah, yeah. telling kiss you are beautiful, kiss brushing her hair. Fellas, <laughs> fellas kiss, the, kiss her on the forehead, fellas. Oh, yeah. Do well, that. That's from the wood. Was that, no, no, that, was that yeah. from the wood? No, I don't remember that being in the wood. No, what movie was that when they got married? Was that Brother, the wood? I don't know. No, I mean, the, the, it's a, the the one with the wood is the ahead. one they had a part two to it. Not the wood. It's with oh, you talking about uh um um you talking about um with the stripper okay, girl? You got Tay Diggs. You got yeah, Tay, Tay Diggs. Diggs. Got Morris Chestnut. You got Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. Uh, Fudge G. Freak. Um, um. Now why did I get married? God dang um, it! The bachelor party. Yes. The groom. Yeah. It's the, not yeah. the bachelor party. That it's was not called? the bachelor party. No, it's not called that. Um, Gosh, we're losing our, our black cards. Fudge it. Freak. Hold up, hold up. I'm going to search for it now. It's getting ridiculous. Um, like the wedding, the, something like that? The the engagement? Nah, hold up. The, no, not, not, not the engagement. I know the comments going crazy right I know. Now. Uh, let's see. Take digs. Let's go to movies. The best freaking man. The best man. That's what it is, Fudge. The best yeah. man. God dang it. I can't the believe we couldn't get it. Man. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. The kiss on the, that's the guess where I got the kiss on the forehead from. 
That's where you got it from? Yeah. Remember how he kissed his homegirl's girl on the forehead and that's when he smashed? Because he read, she read, read it in the diary. Jesus Christ. L- listen to this plot. <laughs> <laughs> he kissed his homeboy's girl and then they had sex. Because that was his, that was his go-to he move. Wrote about, he wrote about it in the book. Yeah. And then he found out the day before his wedding. And during the vows, the movie's so cold <laughs> that they had flashbacks of them having sex. Why she was like, I will love you. I, and he knew yeah. that she cheated on him. Yeah. These women ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... uh. The part about sexual fulfillment is important because it's like that's a lot of women don't understand because women are not not all of them. Obviously, there's some women who are like that, um, but you know most women are not gonna prioritize sexual fulfillment as number one. Um, I think the top three for guys was um, sexual fulfillment was one. Number two was a recreational partner, meaning a woman you can have fun with, and then three was physical attraction. And for yeah, women, I think it was, I think it was, um, affection. Affection was one. I think protection. T- no, protection wasn't number two. I think number two was um, something about the words, like supportive, loving, encouraging A- words, something like that. Affirmation. Yeah, I think something like that. And then three, I know three was financial support though. I forgot Obviously. what two was, but yeah, and, probably I was two. Yeah, but any, any but anyway, but the point that you brought up is that like so for a lot of men that's so important to them. So for me, like similar to you, my second love language was actually physical touch, but I actually want to take that test again because it's always changing. So that's how I know a girl wants me, to be honest with you. That's only that's like is, is that simple? Like <laughs> I know that you I know that you appreciate me because um he was saying the fourth thing a guy needs is admiration, which is like respect. Like you want a girl to look up to you like, wow, Chris, is, Chris, you are the man. You are my ideal man. You are a man's man. You're somebody I respect dearly. Like men want respect. Women want love, generally speaking, obviously. And so what I realized is that the way I feel respected is through words of affirmation. The yes. way I feel like you love me is through physical touch. You, if you love me, you will touch me. <laughs> it's really that simple. It's really that simple. And, and, <laughs> there's and, no way. You, there's no way. There's just no way yeah. I can accept your love if you're not touching me. Exactly. And and shout out Zach Richardson. But Zach Richardson's point was that uh, the perfect girl, she will do it for you because she cares about you. But my thing was, and, and there was another Chris that we we're talking about. Um, shout out Chris King. Chris King was saying that, but the issue is I don't want her to do it because she just wants to make me happy. I want her to do it because she wants to make herself happy, right? I want her to want it, not because I want it, because she wants it for her own personal fulfillment. Does that make sense? I, I want, yes. I, I want to be that lo- guy you long for the entire day. <laughs> like I want you to think about me during church sometimes. <laughs> I want you to think about me when you're at, in school and you're paying attention in class. And you're like, oh, my God, the things I would do to him. I want that, I, I want that in your head from time to time. Just don't don't come. Yeah, like, can you imagine being with somebody and they just, like, lay in the bed and be like, fam, let's just do this so, just for you. I really don't want to do this. Yeah. Please. Yeah. I don't want to do this, but because I care about you, I will. 
Nah, I can't. Nah, can't. Because <laughs> that's do what it. that woman said. Can't that, do it. That woman said, um, the, my um, Zach's um, not Zach. I'm sorry. The girls, my friend's girlfriend's friend who who recently married the newly wedded woman. She was like, the reason she does it because she wants to be a good wife, not because she likes it at all. You know, yeah, not nah. because she wants to do it. She's just doing it to check it off a checklist. And and women, side note, real quick, <laughs> just throw this out here. If you're in a relationship with a guy, all right. First of all, do not let the guy initiate sex all the time. That, to me, is like, to me, it causes an issue. Like, the guy don't want to ask. He wants to know that you want it just as badly as he wants it. Yeah. So if he always initiating and he always asking, 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 you kind of like, uh, okay. Then to me, you know, it's not making the guy happy. Now, if you don't want him, that's a different story. Yeah. That's a different conversation. Might yeah. need to break up with old buddy because yeah. you just lying to yourself and you're lying to him. Yeah. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there, women. Tonight, <laughs> throw some lines Rayo, you know what I mean? Throw some Maxwell on, you know what I mean? <laughs> Light some candles and get it <laughs> jumping. <laughs> Fellas, you're welcome. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Sometimes when we gotta put the effort forward, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do some things too. Make the yeah. guy feel loved and wanted and desired. That's very important. Very important. So, like, like you were saying, for me, I personally, like I said, I don't need for people who might be confused with it. Like, I think I would agree, and you would agree. It's not about sex. No, no like, I don't, I don't that. have to have sex before I'm married. I don't have to. I just need to know the beast is there. You know what I mean? I just need to know the beast is there. I need to know the drive. I need to know the engine is. Yes. Yes. As long as the engine is good to go, I don't got to take it for a test drive. You know, yes. I just need to know how much RPMs to go. I need to know how fast it goes zero to 60. I need to know how much yes. horsepower is in that thing. I need yes. to know. I need to Agreed. know. And I hope that's not the message that we're saying that in a relationship you have to have sex in order to be, you know, sex before marriage in order for it to work. No. Yeah. Like he said, it's the desire. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the the wanting to, the longing for. Like, it should not be that easy. Yeah. Like, it, like I, can't, I cannot accept that. If it's too easy for you to be around me a long period of time yeah. and nothing, and you say you're in love with me, fees. Yeah. Dude, do you know on, what please. I honestly believe in? And... and I hope this person doesn't watch this video. I won't say this person's name, but um, you you know no, what I'm talking about. I'm gonna text say it to you. Her no, name. not a girl, it's a guy. Say his nah, name. Nah, no, trust me, trust me, trust me. I'm gonna text All you right, right now. Let me see. Tell, tell, let me know. I'm, re I'm waiting on it, brother. I'm waiting. I'm ready, ready, willing, and abled. Oh hell, no, nah, he not. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. I know, but I don't want to get back to him because I'm trying to talk to him about this. But okay. what I'm saying but is yeah, that I, I really, really question that he didn't do anything. I don't believe it. Tut. Yeah. I mean, it would be, it would be. Very... I believe they didn't have sex. I don't deny that. But nothing. Oh nothing. yeah, there's no way nothing happened. Yeah. Well, it depend. It depends on the duration of. You know Ding, how the, long they waited. Yeah, it depends. So now, if it was something where it's around a year, year and a half, and you know they live in two different cities, maybe it can make might work out because the opportunity presenting itself is not that much. But 
if you're it's a daily thing and you see each other all the time and you spend an adamant amount of time each other and then the duration was longer than you know two years of them dating there's no way nothing went down yeah I know they I know they kissed I know they made out definitely there's no he saw her naked all right <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there he saw her naked there's no way there's no way for he, he saw her naked all right he saw her naked you saw her naked. Yeah, I'm sorry. And this now, person, I, just, I can say because, like I said, I don't know every like I'm not, I don't have any interest in getting this person on the show. But even like the Russell and Sierra situation, like I'm not denying that some of these people don't have sex. I'm not denying that. But I just wonder, is it nothing? Is you tell me nothing? Because to me, no, it's just geez, like there's no way. Yeah. There, listen, I'm not judging Sierra. All right, I don't know everything. Please stop laughing. <laughs> when you laugh, it makes it worse. <laughs> I don't know everything. I'm pretty sure she is, you know, spiritual. You know, I'm pretty sure she's working on a relationship with God. Like, we all need to. I'm not perfect. Fee's not perfect. You listening are not perfect. But if you mean to tell me, Fee's, that they did nothing during their relationship before marriage, you're lying to me. Yeah. Half these people that we know personally that are supposed to be super Christians all did something. Yeah. I, and I asked. I actually asked. I went I around asked and asked people. You know, it, it was I, funny. Like, my bad. Go ahead. Yeah, I had to ask because I had to figure out exactly, you know, like, is it true or not? So the people that did wait it, you know, one, they wasn't around that person a lot. And they got they they dated and got married quickly around a year. So yep. them waiting wasn't that goddamn long. Exactly. Now, somebody that, yeah, wouldn't wait that long. So if you, you know, like been dating people like this person for two or three years and y'all met in college and y'all, you know, got married after college. Every single one of those people that's supposed to be super Christian all did not wait. Penetration. <laughs> heathens. <laughs> <laughs> Your church leaders, heathens. Yeah. Your pastors, yeah, heathens. Because literally every single like of my my all my friends who are like church leaders and guys I respect, all of them had sex. And then I was talking, and then because it started because I was telling I was telling my friend this conversation, and then I was like, oh yeah, um, he was like, but my friend never did anything. I was like, bro, I doubt he hasn't done anything. And then we anything. actually called him, and he was like, yeah, I've done everything besides put it in. I was like, exactly. That's just that's just how most people's story is. When they said I never I had mean, sex, they're just meaning I never had intercourse. Exactly. Some people even some no people even, some people even will say I never had intercourse for long and consider that not having for having sex. People did put it in, but like, oh, nah, no, I no, can't no. do it. No, no, you know? no, 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 no. You no, you put that thing in there, okay? And once you put it in one time, it counts. You might as well just fuck it, just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> But the, I was in a relationship like that where, you know, especially when I was new, I was newly Christian, you know what I mean? Trying to follow God, trying to, you know, get in the word, all those things. I got in a relationship and she was a virgin. Now, I was like, you know, I'm going to make sure, I'm going to try my best and I had sex with her. Dated her for two years, no penetration. Now, Fee, you ask me, you tell me I ain't do nothing else. <laughs> did you do anything else? Fam, I did everything under the sun <laughs> I possibly could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, man. Listen, people, though, but I'm serious. Like, like those people in those kind of relationships, I feel like my audio is very loud. But anyways, I feel like those people in those kind of relationships, they do do that. Like, I, I cannot believe nothing happens. And it sounds terrible, though, when you're a follower of Christ and, you be, and you're a believer, and, like us joking about it and laughing about it. But at the same time, like, me personally, 
if a person literally is easy for them to not do anything with me, especially longer, like for months, and you love me and you care about me and you say you're attracted to me, it's a red flag. Yeah. I'm sorry. It that was is. Rebecca's point. Rebecca was like, me and my husband, we barely made it. You know, we barely made it to the altar. She said- And how long his, they wait? I don't know if they, you know, I, mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, I, don't I, I know. wonder how long they dated until they, until they got married. I wonder how long that period was. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I don't even know if she waited. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. I don't know. Only she knows, you know? So I, I, she didn't give that. Maybe I didn't watch. I didn't get that information. Maybe I over Hand, Hands up, don't shoot. I don't know nothing. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, man. So I just thought it was just really interesting conversation because, you know, it is a great thing for a person to be like, you know, following God, doing the right thing. But to me, like I said, it's just, it's just a question of like, this, the, the, there's something off with the sexuality where it's like when there's no burning desires. Because even like yeah. you look in the Bible, it's like, like Paul in 1 Corinthians, he's always addressing like, yo, the burning desires in single people. Like why it's so hard, why it's so hard to keep your hands off the girl and why it's so hard. He like, he addresses like, this is a real thing. So if a girl has no burning desires, I wash my hands of her, man. No matter yeah, how perfect hey, hey, she is, I can't. Can't yeah, can't do it. And then we also talking about like no pornography either. So yeah. just because y'all not y'all not doing anything physical, chilling, y'all go watch porn, it's the same shit. Yeah. You know, I remember you remember, you remember this person one time asked me, said, you know what, Chris? You know, I'm trying. I gave my life to God, and I'm trying to work on it. I'm a be celibate. I said, okay, shit, it sounds amazing. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I believe in your brother. You know, it's a lot of prayer. You know, more power to you. I'm here to support you. And he's like, yeah, but I'm still watch porn. <laughs> I'm like, that's not how it works. <laughs> so, fellas, ladies, too, if you're celibate and you're waiting till marriage, if you're still watching porn, you're not truly celibate. <laughs> I'm sorry to break that to you. I'm sorry. I don't hate me. <laughs> I ha I had to learn the hard way too. <laughs> All I'm saying is, it's not the case. It's yeah. not the case. You know, it's not truly honor honoring. You know that that decision you made. Yeah. So, I'm just saying, if you watch your porn and you're not having sex and you say you celibate. I'm not saying you're lying, but I'm saying it's an asterisk by it. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It's all like the I'm 2020 saying. NBA championships. It's an asterisk by it. You know, hey, you hey, well, shit, you made it through not getting penetration, but I mean, hey, you still touch yourself profusely. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it's, yeah, the video was really good with Rebecca, man. I, I, I enjoyed it. I just thought, I was like, man, it's just. It was fascinating conversation, man. It was multifaceted. It was just so many layers and depth to it. And I just I just thought it was true. I just think that I think churches, um, while like I said, I, I really respect the premise, I feel like churches damage a lot of women's sexuality. And that's a that's a question, that, I mean a conversation that we don't have about the effects that churches have on these women. Because I'm like I know a lot of people, they won't say it because it's not sexy and it doesn't sound cool but who are in sexless marriages and who women only are having sex to have kids. And the moment they stop having kids, they're done. They're Hell done. Hell no. They're done. Can't do it. They're done. I can't do it, man. I, I'm be honest with you. I would have sex before marriage, before I had that relationship. <laughs> before honoring God. I promise you I would. Any day. Any day, Feast. I would. I would. I would. I really would. I would. You going to only have sex with me just because of kids? Just because yeah. you want kids, and after that, it's a sexless marriage. Yeah. Fees, a sexless marriage. 
But you all honor God. Y'all was celibate. Y'all made it all the way through. But now you get a sexless marriage. Come on, fees. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way. Can't do it. Can't, yeah. I'm just being honest. And those these Christian guys are saying, yeah, well, I'll do it. You know, more power to you. You got to follow the Bible. You're lying. You're not going to be happy. <laughs> Freaking liars. The Christian community going to kill us. <laughs> It's all right, man. Just like I said, this is a complicated conversation, and I just think, like, I, like I said, my biggest beef with the situation was I had no problem with the idea of a person not having sex. That's great. Like, if a woman was a virgin, I would still date her, marry her, no issues. Like, that's not a problem yep. to me. Yep. The problem to me was the lack of sexual drive in her body, the lack of any type of sexual curiosity. That's just natural of living in twenty. 25 years of your life with just no kind of curiosity whatsoever. You know, no type of like, man, I got really close to the fire. No type. I just wonder, especially like if we've been dating and for a year and you, and you, it's not even that you're away from the fire, that you over there camping on the other side of the, of the, of the, you know, campsite. You feel me? And, um, you know, like that, like that situation that, you know, know what I'm talking about. Like for you to not even want that at all. And you to be so cool with it for so long, I just question that. I just question that. I just question that. And for, like I said, for me, the number one way I feel loved is through sexual aggressiveness and sexual initiation and sexual touch. And sometimes <laughs> a lot of sexual. Uh, <laughs> sexual aggressiveness. I'm telling you, that's one of my favorite things, man. Like you said, so you, you said what? So you like the you like the woman that just kind of like bust through in the, in the door, half naked. You standing <laughs> on like in front of the bed, she pushes you down and just jumps on top of you and just ride that thing. And t- <laughs> <laughs> That's a dream come true. <laughs> Oh, man, because to me, I'm a passionate guy. I live my life. You know how I am. I want something. I go after it. I'm extreme. I'm obsessive. I want you to feel that same way. I don't want to feel like I'm obsessed. Like you said, I want, like Chris said, I want you to feel like we're being redundant here. But you know, you understand it. So I'm curious to what you guys think think in the comments below. Comment below. What do you think if you were... If would you date somebody who was a perfect person, everything you've ever wanted, but they never had sex, did anything sexual, and did not plan on doing anything until they dated? Could you or could you not do it? And as Chris always says, don't lie to me. Yeah, don't lie to me. Mm-hmm. Please don't lie to me. I can't do it. I'm be the one. I'm be the first one to say I can't do it. <laughs> That's me being honest with myself. Have big, y'all big, lying right now? Big facts. Big facts. Um, cool. Let's go ahead and move on to the next topic. So there is an interesting video going around the internet. John Mark sent it to me about these people in Florida who were fighting, having a town hall about their lack of desire to wear masks. And they were saying that they personally did not feel like the government should compel them to wear masks and they're tired of wearing masks and they just want to overthrow that rule. I'm not sure if I've ever asked you, but Chris, where do you stand on the mask on or mask off debate? Shout out to Future. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Great song, by the way. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I hate wearing it. It's uncomfortable. 
Um, I don't like smelling my breath. I'm not saying my breath is bad, but I don't yeah. like the the heat and the moistness. It's just yeah, you can't hear people when they talk. It's super annoying. Um, so I don't like wearing it. But to see this thing through, I will wear it. You know when. I walk into the place that's requiring me to wear. I'm not about to sit in there and argue because to me it's more it's it's more issues in life that I have to worry about <laughs> than like yeah. picking a fight. Like you really taking your time out of your day. You know what I mean? You set your alarm clock fees. You woke up. You woke up. You had breakfast. You got dressed early. You took your car and your people and your supporters and you showed up to a town hall meeting just because you didn't want to wear a mask into a place that you probably not gonna be there longer than an hour or whatever place it is. To me, that's, I have a lot more other shit to worry about. So I'll put the little dirt-ass, head-ass mask on and just go about my life and try to get in, get out, and go home. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I wear it when it's required. What about for you, Fees? Yeah, man, I'm not a big mask fan. My mom's probably so mad at me for um, saying this on the internet. <laughs> but it is what it yeah. is, Mommy. If you don't like it, don't watch it. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> but uh, but nah, man. I, I I like I said, maybe I'm I'm ignorant to the science, but I guess my my question is, if three people are wearing a mask and one person is not, how are how are the three people wearing a mask affected by the one who's not? Well, if that if that one person is sick mm-hmm. or asymptomatic or is coughing, you know and those germs are kind of just going freely. There's a chart somewhere. I can't really find it. I don't know what the percentages are, but basically, you know, if they had two types of people on one side, they had like a a male on this side, female on this side, both of them not wearing a mask shows a percentage of them, like, you know, catching germs from each other. One person wore a mask, one person didn't. Obviously, the person that wore the mask percentage dropped, and then when both people wore the mask, it obviously had a lesser percentage on both sides, where you transferring diseases and, you know, germs are the lowest point. So when a person okay. doesn't wear it, you know, the, it's the least likely chance that you would get something if you have a mask on. Just because this one person do, has it off, it's still a lower percentage of you catching whatever that person has. Now, since that person's not wearing anything, it's also a lower percentage of that person not catching anything because the people that are that he is speaking to most of their, you know, germs and disease are getting caught by the mask. So if he's around people that have masks on, it's not as bad as everybody that doesn't have a mask on. So if you have, a, if you're in a room of ten people and nine of them have, uh, have on masks and you're the one person that doesn't, you know, it's still it's a low chance that something can happen because all the people except for you have on masks. That's yeah. if you're not sick. If you to yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah, that makes that makes sense, and that's what I'm saying. I'm interested in the percentage, like I said, the smart people or the people who are Fauci lovers. They're probably gonna write in the comments below the percentage difference. I'm interested in the different percentage between one mask, one without mask to get sick, and one mask and or two without mask. Because to me, it's just like, like I said, I'm I'm interested in the numbers. My assumption is that, um, obviously. There is a is obviously a higher risk, but like I was just thinking that if we're social distancing, and I'm not wearing a mask, I'm putting myself at risk. I'm putting my family at risk. So that's on me. But then it's like if you're wearing a mask, from my understanding, the germs are coming through the nose and the mouth. 
like my understanding is that it's not like the germs are sticking to the thigh and crawling up to, to the body in the hour and then you know sticking into your mouth when you open, take your mask off. Like from my understanding, maybe I don't know the maybe I'm not the best biologist. And so my thing is like, how does that affect you as an individual? And so I just think that the mass debate is interesting because a lot of people feel different things about this virus. And a lot of people are really confused with what's legitimate and what's not. I know, you know, like I said, I'm not telling people what to do in case YouTube wants to turn to take this video down. You know, I'm not telling people what to do. I'm just saying I'm very interested in, in the, in the conversation. I think we should be able to have the conversation and I, and I get why some people are bothered by it. Um, and like I said, if it's for the protection of everybody else, I definitely do get it. But I just wonder if I'm wearing a mask, why do I also like how much greater is it going to be if you're wearing one as well? I honestly think the percentage might go down from 10 to five, you know, but I don't know. I'm not I'm not the biologist, so I can't tell you. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, it depends on a lot of things, you know, like age is a factor. So obviously, you know, the older you have, the less your immune system has to fight, you know, different viruses. Mm -hmm. So, you know, us, we I'm not saying we don't have anything to worry about. But what I'm saying is that, you know, if we have more likely we have those, you know, antibodies or antiviruses to fight those diseases versus somebody that's 80 and has respiratory issues, mm -hmm. you know, so. It's, it's like, yeah, that 10, 10 to 5% may not really affect us because we're young, but that 10 to 5% could be very detrimental to somebody that's old. So If you want it, don't go outside. If you don't want to get it, don't go outside. <laughs> that's, that is hilarious. That's still hilarious. But yeah, I mean... <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's, it still uh, depends on exactly... Yeah, like, if you're, if you're around older folks and if you're around kids... I mean, to me, you should take precaution because you just never know. Yeah. You know, like like those are, you got to think about others. Now, if you're around people that's, you know, young and, you know, y'all just living life doing what y'all do or whatever, I mean, mask on, mask off. Either way, to me, what the study says as well, more likely than not, you will be okay if you do get it. Um, but yeah. that doesn't mean you go buck wild and you say screw everything because mm -hmm. a lot of everybody, you know, take care of somebody. You know, yeah, like I haven't been around my yeah, I haven't been around my parents and I just because they both are asthmatic, mm -hmm. you know, and they're both in their sixties. So, mm -hmm. you know, like when I'm I'm around, you know, people and I bring, you know, some new people in my circle every now and then. Um, but that don't mean I'm just be around my parents all the time because I know that it's a it's a chance that, you know, they can get it through me because I don't know if I'm asymptomatic or I have it or not have it. So I always still take precaution with them. That's you good. Know, but I'm definitely not. I'm if I'm around them, I'm not wearing a mask. I tell you that. <laughs> you know, so it, it's to each his own. If you believe the virus is real, then you know, take precaution. If you don't, then that's on you. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I mean, it's a lot of questions. A lot of top government people haven't like really got it or passed away. Somebody that's like a super celebrity, you know, it's celebrities that got it, but none of them passed away. So. You know, and then these numbers come out of nowhere. Like, who's really getting tested? Who's doing all these yeah, things? Yada, yada, yada. So, so I can see how, yeah. yeah, I can see how people can question the legitimacy of everything. But, mm -hmm. I mean, I, my thing is I want the world to go back to normal as soon as possible. 
So yeah. I don't. I mean, I'm not super into you know conspiracy theories. I don't know if they building five G, seven G, ten G towers. I don't know if they getting ready for the aliens to come back down and kill everybody, or the dinosaurs mm. are coming back. I honestly don't give a fuck. I just want a normal life, brother. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just want normal shit. I want yeah. normal shit. That's yeah. all I want. So if I have to wear a mask to get normal shit, then I'll do that. Big facts. Yeah, like I said, I'm I'm figuring I'm figuring it out just like everybody else. Um, so I like I said, I don't have a stance. I don't. I, you know, I think everyone should be free to do what they feel is best. You know, what's best for them and their families. And and yeah, man. Like I said, it's just like I don't know. It's just an interesting conversation. Um, very interesting conversation. And um, no, and, and it kind of leads me to. Uh, Another thing that I was thinking about the other day about, so I've been seeing a lot of these companies like do really interesting things that in my brain is just like, I feel like these are all diversion tactics. So you guys familiar with Aunt Jemima changing the name? I'm not going to lie to you. Aunt Jemima is a funny behind name, man. (laughs) This one guy was telling a story. He's one of the advocates. And this sounds bad. Forgive me. But he's one of the advocates who was trying to get Aunt Jemima's name changed for a hot minute. And he said that there was a big black woman at a restaurant and some white lady called her Aunt Jemima <laughs> who was serving her food. I know it sounds bad, but That's I don't know. <laughs> the definition of Imagine terrible. calling your waitress Aunt Jemima. <laughs> Bro, that's that's racist. <laughs> that's racist, okay? That's, that's not moving uh, our country forward. I know. So forgive me. Aunt Jemima changes name. Uncle Ben changes name. Um, what else happened? Um, the uh, the people in Texas, the realtors in Texas, changed the word um, master bedroom to just bedroom, <laughs> main bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Remove the word master from bedroom. Uh, what else? I'm is be going honest on? with you. I'm be honest with you. I haven't even made that correlation, brother. Like yeah. the master bedroom. I honestly <laughs> never made that correlation. <laughs> Nobody did. Okay, Nobody. You were, making, they were. They okay, were reaching. That's a joke. Bro. Okay, they're reaching. Okay, that's what's going on. Because I honestly did not make that correlation at all. <laughs> you know, like I didn't know that the Chick Fil A is a freaking chicken instead of a fancy seat. I thought it was a fancy seat this entire time, but it's chicken. So if that's new to you, then you're welcome. Because yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't know. But yeah, no, nah, it's like um, what else? It's some other company. And then uh, the know, Simpsons like, and Family Guy are 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 saying that there's no longer they're no longer gonna allow white actors to play black characters. Yeah, I heard that too. <laughs> I heard that too. So if they casting for Cleveland Brown. I would definitely. <laughs> I would definitely, uh, you know, partake. I would send my voice memos in uh, if necessary. Uh, but yeah, I'd heard some like beauty people or beauty salons or parlor like they're not, they're no longer using like whitening as a term with makeup. I don't know what that means, but I saw that as well. Um, what else I saw? There's some other stuff. Um, like I heard t- they wasn't going to use uh, a black puck in in hockey no more. No, no, you're lying. Uh, <laughs> I'm just bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> oh man, but to me, I feel like what they're. I, this is what I feel like, and this is just conspiracy theory fees. But I feel like what they're doing is they're trying to divert people from really making change. 
Like, motherfuckers don't give a dang about you changing Aunt Jemima's name. You know what I mean? Care. Like, people really don't care about you, you realtor organization not calling a master bedroom, bro. So what they're doing is that they're trying to give people the scraps so they don't have to make the real change. They don't have to really go out of their way. So like, hey, we gave you, we gave, we got rid of Aunt Jemima. What more do you want? You know, it's like they're just literally doing the lowest freaking caliber of, of, of task, you know, just to appease what they believe is the mob. Because everywhere I go, every website, you know, Ben and Jerry, no, Ben and Jerry's is a bit different. But, you know, like yeah. freaking, you know, Chick the- not Chick-fil-A. God, I need a good one. Um, sure, microphone is fighting injustice. Here's how. Apple, we're going to fight injustice. Here's how. YouTube is yeah. going to... Every single website, I'm like, really? Like, I, at one time, I was like, you know what? I want to read this. Tell me your plan. Like, tell me. Like, I'm curious to what you guys are tangibly going to do to cause change in America. Because I believe yeah, most people yeah. are not going to do anything. Yeah, they have to do... Yeah, I mean... They have, they're doing, they, exactly, they're doing a bare minimum to say, hey, we show support. It's kind of like, and I, this is me, me not attacking this community. This is me not making no judgment with this community. This is me just saying something as an example. That's all I'm saying. But like, you know, companies that when they have the LGBT community, they put up the, the, the flag, the, the colors, the rainbow colors, yeah. and, and solidarity. You know, like those companies, some companies may support it, may not support it, but they feel like they have to say something to appease yeah. those people, and it's to me, it's kind of the same thing. You know, it's 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 a uh, uh, also like you know all these people taking down these Confederate flags and you know these Confederate statues and changing names in college buildings, which is like I it didn't make any sense to them to have it in the first place because they lost. But yeah, um, uh. um it's it's similar the same thing. Like I don't want. Like, you know, just because you're taking down a John C. Calhoun statue don't mean that uh, I'm satisfied. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, nah, we still got a lot more work to do um, in, in this country. Same thing with you two. Like, you know, I'm, I'm happy for you two. No, you know what I mean? But giving $100 million to, like, to, like, black creators... Good, fine, and dandy. I would love to see where that money is going. Make sure that the Roommates Podcast... <laughs> You feel me? But yes, sir. I mean, shoot. Yes, sir. But I mean, shoot, that's that doesn't solve the issue. Yeah. I just know that you did that just because of what's been going on. It yeah. come out of out of nowhere, out of your heart, and, and you know, you saw something that you didn't like. You just took this initiative because it's an opportunity. These yeah. brands, these people are all opportunists to gain money at the end of the day. Caucasian people are all about that money fees. And also black people and uh, yeah. those races as well. But don't be fooled. Mm-hmm. Do not be deceived. And mm. my battery is flashing. Flashing. Really? What percentage? Did you charge it? I charged it. It was on full black fees. We 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 talk in the middle of these things, brother. It's not a night. It's 4K. It's not It's not a big thing like yours, brother. Like we just on the phone. Because yeah, last time kinda... it was flashing at like 130, though. No, you're right. It would might be, it might have showed three bars, but it might not have been. You brought your second battery. Bars. I have the second battery, but uh, do you how wanna, much more we gotta talk about? You want to wrap it up then? How much more we gotta talk about? Okay, let's let's wrap it up then. Um, I'm I'm ready to go. I'm tired. <laughs> you gotta enjoy the finer things in life. <clears throat> I'm just saying, what more do we have to talk about, Fees? We have no. Else? I was one of the things I was gonna suggest. People are like, <laughs> what what can be done? You know what I feel like needs to happen. Like, we need okay. to add black history to American 
of the American education system. I feel like there needs to be a good black history course. Like, no, no, no propaganda, no white guilt shaming, like a good, solid black history course where people can understand the history of black people in America and how they got here. Meaning, like, how they got... About, sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but are you talking about something separate? Because you know how, like, in Texas, for example, we had U.S. history from, like... Yes, like I want a 14. separate, like... Yes, okay. yes. Okay, so I got what you. I'm a saying whole is separate course. Ninth grade, no more world geography, all that bull piss. Most schools, ninth grade geography is optional. Mandatory black history class. Like talk about a t- black person? Huh? Talk about a black person? Don't gotta be, in my opinion. It's just a curriculum. It's a curriculum. Uh-huh. Like it's just like like literal class of educating the people. Cause I feel like most people don't understand how black Americans got to where they are today. It's like I always tell people one of the best documentaries to watch is Many Rivers to Cross by Henry Louis Gates. It's on YouTube. Type it in. It's a five-part documentary on the history of black Americans. It's an honest story starting from black people selling black people to slavery to talk about to when Obama got elected. Five-part documentary is exceptional. And so I really believe that that's one of the things going on in America because so many people just do not believe it's a problem because they just don't know. They're, like, they're, they're ignorant to it. And they only, like you said, they might they might hop on a wave, but then the moment the wave is gone, they're they're off of it because they really don't care. Absolutely, no, I, I feel like that's a good um, good solution to have because you're right. Most people don't know, or they don't be taught well, or it's like they just it's a little freaking weak study on slavery and, like and Black History Month Jim is Crow. so stupid. Like Harry yeah. Tubman, it's not like you like, come on, Harry Tubman, Martin Luther King, that's not what they need to, the kids need to be learning. There's so much yeah. more depth and complication to the black um plight in America and the history of the black Americans. Come on, man. We need to have a comprehensive history so people can know what's going on. hundred percent agree. And reparations. You like reparations? <laughs> hey man, listen, listen, brother, like, you know what I mean? I wouldn't get reparations. I would take it. No, I'm talking about I wouldn't get it. I wouldn't qualify. Oh, I would take it. (laughs) What? Okay, in closing, what do you think reparations should be? People are not going to like this, but I have an idea where reparations should be if they're going to give it. I mean, I don't know. I just want. I mean, I want. I want atonement for your sins. (laughs) That's what I want. Forty acres and a mule. I want atonement for your sins. Whatever that looks like, I want that. That's what I want. And I, it and it just went off. Boom. Okay, so Chris's camera went off. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. Is that okay, Chris? Do you want to charge yours and then keep on going? Nah, brother. They, nah, they, we good, brother. Like, they can hear my voice. That's all that matters. Just yeah, all right, so I'm going to go ahead. And that's me. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. I feel as though what will really help the black community that we all can agree on is pouring money into a lot of these broken schools. Um, there's a great book by Jeffrey Canada called Whatever It Takes about the Harlem Children's Zone. There's some miracles in, in Harlem to really Jiminy jump that community. And one of the things that they did was they invest in the education of the youth. So my thing is that we can go to all these at-risk historically black neighborhoods around the country and we can and we can and, and predominantly black schools and we can pour money in grants to these schools five, ten-year grants into these schools to help build these communities, you know, middle schools, elementary schools, preschools, all that stuff, create 
comprehensive education for these kids, top of line education. I feel like that's one of the greatest ways to lift up the communities, to build it up. Everybody can agree on the education of the youth being the best things. And so we improve these school systems. We help these students. That's one of my plans in order to rebuild black America. I got other things as well, but all this you know, virtue signaling, all this pandering by these big corporations, you ain't fooling nobody because all I know is you're hopping on a wave and just like you guys do on Pride Month, you throw a flag today and then tomorrow you get back to whatever you want to do because all you're doing is simply having a PR run and showing people that you care without putting tangible actions. My name is Hafiz. Chris is all the show, baby. Yes, indeed. We are the roommates, guys. Thank you so much for your support. Continue to share the content. Like I said, guys, Wednesdays and Thursdays, please, 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 please help out. Check out Chris Eyes original content. Share with your people. Thank you so much, and have a great day. <laughs>